Prayer is conversation with God. It's opening your heart and your mind to God. And actually, it's above all God opening his mind and his heart to you. And you reciprocating. It's, this is Prayer is the, the only way to acquire depth in your relationship with God. Man has certain basic necessities. Every man must breathe. Every man must be nourished and kept dry and moderately warm. He must work, rest, and experience love. He must be loved, and he must love. And every man, remember it, every man must pray. Prayer is fundamental to every person, without exception. Jesus Christ prayed because he was God's, because he is God's son, and because he is a man. He had the right to pray because he's God's son, and he had the need to pray because. He became man. In his human condition, he needed to pray in order to nourish his human soul, just as he had to eat and sleep in order to nurture his human body. So we read in the scripture today from Luke chapter 11, it begins, Jesus Christ was in a certain place Praying, which he was in the habit of doing. The scripture says in other places, he, was, he went to a deserted place to pray in the night, the whole night, as he was in the habit of doing. Our Lord was in the habit of praying, and he wasn't afraid to pray. He was Bold to pray. He prayed in the temple. He prayed at home with his family when he was a young boy. He prayed every day by himself and regularly with the community in the synagogue as he was growing up. As a youth, as a young man, we find him in the synagogue reading the scripts, the sacred scriptures. As a regular layman who was in the habit of fulfilling the precept of the Sabbath worship. And in his public ministry, he often spent time alone with the Father in prayer. By his life of constant prayer, the Lord Jesus brought the love of God to the world. By his example of, of prayer, he showed his disciples the importance of the daily and constant divine interview of prayer, the, the daily conversation with the Father. And when they asked him, 
he told them how to pray. Before, before teaching them the Our Father, the Lord taught the disciples some very important lessons regarding prayer. That it, might, that it must be regular and that it must be bold. By his faithfulness to his daily personal prayer, the disciples learned of the reality of the Father's personal presence in the life of his faithful ones. They learned that the Father is really listening and is really concerned with all of the needs of his children because of the confidence of his only Son in his personal prayer. We say when we come to adoration, My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I beg you pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. That's the way we begin our prayer and adoration and we end it. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, And that you hear me. That you notice. That nothing escapes your notice. Especially when your children come to you in their need. You're more than any father on the earth. Who who won't ignore his children when they ask him for good things. The father in heaven sees you. And he hears you more than any human father or mother. How much more, he says, will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him, if you who are wicked get good good things and not evil things to your children when they ask you? Christ taught his disciples how to pray. First by his prayer, his own prayer, by his example, and then by his explicit instruction on prayer. He prayed in public and in private. So the disciples learned that it is necessary to talk to God always. No matter where where you are, at home or abroad, busy or at rest, in school or at work, at the beach or at the mall or in the mountains. Look for God. Seek and you shall find. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. The follower of Christ loves God and prays to him just as Christ did while on the earth, always and everywhere. It is important to pray with your body. How did the disciples know that Christ was in prayer except that he prayed in their presence? They could see that he was praying. He prayed with his body. Something in his external gestures showed that he was praying. I don't think he made the sign of the cross like we do, but he probably sang the Psalms by memory, which every faithful Jew knew. He probably kneeled and prostrated himself, raised his arms and voice in a thousand different expressions in his intimate conversation with his father. 
the disciples were moved enough by Christ's dedication to prayer to ask him to teach them how to pray. This is because he prayed with them around. He didn't hide his prayer from them, from his intimate associates. And he excused himself for prayer. He was proud to pray. I hope you do the same, you who are a follower of Christ, that you move people to pray by the way you pray. I hope, especially the children, especially the people under your charge, I hope they learn how to pray with you I hope, and, your, and your co-workers and your friends at school. I hope you pray and teach other people how to pray. I remember one time, I was, the early years in my seminary training, I was in college seminary, and we were at the museum, the Metropolitan Museum of Art. I was there with a couple of Vietnamese seminary and friends. I think one of them was my roommate. And it was time for the Angelus. It was midday, which I was in the habit of praying. And I asked him to pray the Angelus with me. I had never asked him before. We had perhaps never prayed alone before, except in chapel together with everybody. And after we did it, he said to me, he said, I haven't done that in a long time. Perhaps when he was a boy. Perhaps with his mother back in Vietnam. I didn't know what his reaction was going to be when I asked him. I fully expected for him to say no. <laughs> no, thank you. And I would do it by myself. You should invite people to pray. I hope you invite people to pray. Sometimes they'll say no. And sometimes they'll say yes. But you'd lose nothing. You gain every time. You will save your soul by trying to help your brother to save his. And if you don't try to help your brother to save his soul, you will lose your soul, the Lord says. See, if you invite him and he says no, he might be lost and you'll be saved because you asked, because you tried. If he says yes, you save yourself and your brother. If you don't ask him, he's lost and you're lost. <laughs> This is a very important point for the follower of Christ. To be faithful to prayer. As Christ was faithful to his prayer. You should have a plan of prayer every day, every week, every month, every year. Your weekly plan of prayer is already set out for you, to, for you by the church. You have to rest on Sunday for the Lord. To worship him at mass and with good works. Praising God and helping your neighbor. But you should make a schedule even for every day. Of when you will pray and what you will pray. It should be simple and substantial. Something that you can do very easily but that is demanding of you. For instance the daily rosary or the daily mass. Or 15 minutes of the Gospels in prayer. Something very simple is to the devotion of the three Hail Marys. If you have no daily devotion, especially the children here, 
If you have no devotion, the children who are sleeping, wake up. If you have no daily devotion, I recommend you do something on your own. Every night, get on your knees and say, make the sign of the cross and say three Hail Marys. Asking God to protect you, to forgive you your sins and to protect you. And in the morning, the same thing. Get on your knees. The first thing, the last thing before you go to bed, and the first thing when you get up. Everybody in here, but especially the children. Train the children to pray by themselves. You don't have to do it with them. They should take the responsibility before God for the three Hail Marys every night and every morning. I do it myself in addition to all of the other prayers I I have to do. I do the three Hail Marys every night, the last, very last thing before I lay down to sleep. And the first thing, as soon as the alarm rings, five o'clock my alarm rings every day, I have to go across the room and turn it off because I don't trust it by the bed. I go and turn the alarm off, get back on my knees and say my three Hail Marys. And then, and then I start with the breviary. Make a plan and stick to it. Have daily appointments with God and show up. Even excuse yourself from others in order to make your daily appointment with God. Excuse me, you can say to your friends. I have to get a call. <laughs> and you do. You have to get a call from God. You have to, you have to, I have to make a call. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. You do. You have to go see him. Imitate Christ in his, faithful, his faithfulness to personal prayer. Even if people are looking, let them look and learn how to pray. Look at all the people who play sports and you see them devoutly make the sign of the cross. The number one tennis player in the world, Warwick, where, where, I used to see his cross, Djokovic. He's orthodox. He used to have a cross, nice wooden cross on his neck all the time. And you know, the, second, the, the, the number two player, Federer, I don't know who won this year. I think, no, Djokovic won. But Federer is Catholic, faithful Catholic. Married one woman, has four children from his wife. Exemplary, top of the world, good faithful men of prayer. Let the world look and see and learn how to pray by your example and sincere piety. Let others see you pray and be inspired to pray themselves. Oh, and I saw the, 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 uh, just this, the richest man in Singapore. You see, there was news just a couple of day, days ago. The richest man in Singapore says, Jesus Christ is the meaning of my life. Without Jesus, I realized something was missing. Uh, everyone is broken. We need to find meaning. Money will not give you meaning. The richest man in Singapore. Billionaire. Let others see you pray and be inspired to pray themselves and know that they need God and they can't live without him, just as you can't. Let them know the reason of your life. Because God loves you and you know him. And you know he loves you and you need to love him. And therefore you love the others because of him. I learned how to pray the rosary by my mother. Who prayed it every day. May she rest in peace. And I learned how to pray the rosary on the bus by seeing old ladies in Rome pray the rosary on the bus. When I was a young man, I went, I was 20 years old, 
And the old ladies would pray, the old devout Italian ladies would pray the rosary without shame, just something very natural. I never saw that before, <laughs> except my mother. I learned to read the Bible on the train by seeing young professionals prayerfully read the Bible on their daily commute. You too can be faithful to your daily conversation with God. How are we to pray? The disciples asked the Lord, and the Lord's answer is simple. Pray persistently, faithfully, even fastidiously. Insist. Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall, because everyone who asks receives, and everyone who seeks finds, and everyone who knocks it will be open to him. Say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Praise God and ask him for forgiveness. Pray until God answers. Persistence will be enough to make him get up and give his friend all he wants, the Lord says. Remember John Paul II? When the young people would go to outside his window and serenade him, they would sing to him and chant to him until he would come out. <laughs> and he was so good, he would come out. Just like the, the, the man... In the gospel, he said, I'm in bed, don't bother me. But if you keep on bothering him, he can't but help you. That's the image that Christ gives of the Father in heaven. He will listen if you keep on bothering. He wants you to bother him. Because to him it's no bother. Sing serenades to God, your Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he can look down on you with pleasure. Pray with complete confidence for all the good things you need. Pray to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ with the boldness of the Holy Spirit, especially at Mass, especially at Adoration, especially with the Scriptures, especially with Our Lady, with the Holy Rosary. Pray to duly worship God, especially in your family, especially with your co-workers and your friends. Pray with others. Exercise your faith together. Pray in order to duly worship God. Pray for holiness. Tell God to make you a saint. He made you to be a saint. Tell him. I'm going to tell him right now. God, you made me to be a saint. Do it. <laughs> make me a saint. Make me be a saint. Make me have no other way except to be a saint. Make it impossible for me not to be a saint. And be bold. Tell them what you tell them the most crazy thing you can think of to make you holy. <laughs> and he'll do it. He'll give you the Holy Spirit. He'll teach you how to pray. I'm going to pray that all week. I'm going to say, Jesus, the Father made me to be a saint. You made me be, to be a saint. Make it happen. I'm going to tell him all week. You should write it down. I'm recording it. You can, you can get the recording, by the way. I, put the, I have a podcast now. You see, I have, I have my, little, my little gadget. You can get it online. Father Diego homilies. Pray for holiness and nourishment and forgiveness. That God will make you like him, the way he made you. Image and likeness of God. Pray the Pater Noster. Pray the Ave Maria, even in Latin. I pray in Arabic. I pray in Greek. 
Mix it up so you can pay attention. Pray the rosary, the way of the cross, pray the mass, pray the scriptures, and pray for final perseverance. Pray that you may never cease to pray. Pray to Mary and all the saints to pray for you too. So you pray for yourself, you pray for the others, but pray to the saints and the angels in heaven. With the queen of heaven, the queen of the angels and the saints. To pray for you when you fail in your prayer. Especially when you're finally failing, when you're dying. See, Don't just pray just for yourself. Pray also for, for the, that, the, that the, those who are already in heaven will help to get you there by their prayers. Holy Mary, Mother of God, and all you angels and saints, say. All you angels, Holy Mary, Mother of God, and all you angels and saints in paradise, pray for me, a sinner, that I may be faithful to God, that I may be a saint, the way God made me to be, now and at the hour of my death. Amen.